0: Tables, Ladders and Beers. Hey, welcome to Tables, Ladders and Beers. My name's Emma. And I'm Mike. And this is episode thirteen. Uh, lucky for some or is it unlucky for some? <laughs> we'll find <laughs> out. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about wrestling.
1: And drink beers.
0: Oh, that was nice sound effect. <laughs> so today, I'm drinking um, Dead Pony Club, um, which I think I've I've drunk on the pod before. It's a Brewdog beer. It's three point eight, and the reason I'm drinking it is uh, it's the Super Bowl uh, tonight. And um, well, obviously- so
1: brew Brewdog got to do the Super Bowl?
0: Well, it's 3.8%. I mean, by the time we edit this, the Super Bowl will be gone, obviously. But, yeah, 3.8%. Next year's Super Bowl will probably be on the horizon. (laughs) Probably. It's 3.8%. I've got a last. Uh, I have spurred myself on with having a Rubicon mango and gin uh, before this, which is a surprisingly good combo. Uh, But, yeah, I can't be like... uh, It would
1: surprise me.
0: (laughs) It's 10 to 10. Super Bowl's not on for another two and a bit hours, so... uh, Um, I'm 3.8 in it. That's that's why. What are you drinking, Mikey B?
1: Um, Well, it's the Super Bowl, (laughs) so Budweiser.
0: King of beers. King of
1: beers. You can't watch Super... I suppose... You can. You could drink Coors Light, that would be maybe a bit more American. I would it, disown
0: name? you if you drank drunk Coors Light. I have drunk Coors Light. Yeah, alright then. I regret <laughs> I do it, but I have <laughs> drunk it. So, we've got quite a lot to talk about, but we've got a bit of time to kill, so that's okay with... I think
1: kick-offs are sooner than you think, but... Um... Oh,
0: actually, it said half eleven, but by the time they kind of flick the coin and they do all the stuff... Or does that not include? Is that all that stuff done? Do they mean when I they say kickoff? Do they mean kickoff? Let's just not
1: mess about and then. We
0: <laughs> all right, were well, you the one that opened the debate? Um, so, <laughs> so we're going to be talking about um, a live show we went to um, the other week, which was fantastic. Our first WXW show. It's called the Sixteen uh, Road to Sixteen Carrot, and that was in Tufnell Park Dome. It was my birthday weekend. Um, that's sad, the point. <laughs> um, and we're also going to be talking about the Rumble, which uh, I've always loved the Rumble because, again, it's on my birthday weekend and NXT TakeOver show. And perhaps if we've got some time, we might just mention uh, Worlds Collide.
1: Okay. Yeah. So we'll kick off with WXW. <laughs> yeah, let's it's, do uh, it. So this is... WXW is a German promotion. Um, Their big annual... Show it's a three-day tournament called Sixteen Carat Gold. Um, you, you kind of know the drill if you've been to any kind of wrestling tournaments. There's two blo- groups of wrestlers: Block A, Block B. They wrestle each other. The winners of two blocks wrestle, and then whoever wins is the winner. A
0: bit like the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> a bit like the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, and this was like a, it's almost like an advert for it, like they brought it over to London to advertise it, hopefully sell tickets for it, and the general gist of the night was there was like mini tournaments, one for block A, one for block B, and the winners of those would go in to be, to the 16-carat tournament proper. And then there was a title match as well, and was there another?
0: Well, it was like a five-man Five, um, five, man five right, yeah, yeah, so a couple of other it. matches
1: thrown in as well. Um, so, I mean, this was our first experience at WXW.
0: Yeah. So, um, first of all, I'll just say that the venue was pretty cool. There's quite a lot of shows, I think, at, at Tufnell Park Dome. It was our first time there. It was a standing around the ring job, you know. Um, we were right up to the ring, there's no barrier.
1: Yeah, it's always great when you can get so close up to the ring like that. Um, and we had a... Ver- well, I had a verbal altercation with Absolute Andy
0: that was quite exciting
1: yeah telling him to get back in the ring
0: and what what was his response he
1: told me he needed to take a breather
0: yeah it was quite funny that he's a really good heel isn't he i really like him because he's got the humor as well
1: yeah so the good thing about the show is it was kind of a mix of people we really like and people we've never seen before Um, so we're introduced to some new faces um, the first match is an example of this. So it's Mark Davies from Aussie Open uh, wrestled Oliver Carter.
0: Yeah, so we haven't seen Oliver Carter before. I don't know much about him. Apparently mm-hmm. he's from Deschweights, which is Switzerland. Um <laughs> um and yeah he he had some really good moves he he kind of had some quite he was quite a big guy and could do sort of heavy hitting style but he had some kind of lucha style moves didn't he um you know those 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 kind of moves where you kind of flip someone with your feet yeah what's that move i like that
1: Hurricane around eh?
0: yeah like stuff like that and um, it was really exciting to watch. I really, really liked him. It was a belter of a match to begin with.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really good. He was really impressive. It was a great kind of big guy, um, high flyer matchup. Yeah. Um, and I mean, Mark Davis is great. We raved about him <laughs> lots of times before on this pod.
0: Yeah, no need to do any more or uh, raving about him. It was quite funny when he came out, he was doing his uh, high five like he normally does. of people seem to take that high five. I learned the hard way once not to do that. Um, but yeah, um, it, as I say, very... I went for
1: a high five with him and he just blanked me. He kind of gave me this look and just probably, walked past. He probably
0: thought you were too weak. <laughs> Reckon?
1: I don't know, maybe. (laughs) I had a ring camp top on, so I don't know if that was uh, anything to do with it. Why would it be? (laughs) (laughs) Because he's not in ring camp.
0: Oh, right.
1: I don't know. That's my (laughs) explanation I'd come up with in my head.
0: (laughs) Sorry, and then I called you a weakling.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This was in the block A. This was for the block A tournament, so the next match. Uh, also in a block A was Francis Caspin and Ivan Kiev. Uh, now, these Isn't two... Ivan Kiev. Ivan, sorry. Ivan Kiev. Yeah. Uh, now, these two guys are both in tag teams.
0: Yeah. So, one um, is in JFK. That's Francis Caspin. He's in JFK um, with that guy who kept doing the loser sign. What's his name? Really annoying J- guy. Uh, Jay
1: Skillet. Yeah. yeah.
0: Jay Skillet. And the other one is in Rise. Yeah, um, which... who were the
1: champions at, at the time of the show, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's, it's funny because obviously Matt Davis and then Carl Fletcher later also tag teams. So they split tag teams up in this tournament, which uh, was quite interesting. Um, you know, Usually in these style of tournaments, you don't often get tag teams in them. But uh, that's, that's clearly not the case in 16 carat.
0: Yeah, so um, Francis Caspian, um, he's a total heel, um, he's a total douche bag really, yeah. <laughs> really cocky. Bizarrely his pants, as in, yeah, he's, as, as in his pants, I don't know why I'm trying to do any further explanation for pants.
1: Are they British pants, not the American pants?
0: Exactly. His underwear. His underwear, his undies <laughs> had um, lots of words on them beginning with Q. Yeah. That was weird um i don't know what relevance that was like if if he had q in his name i would understand um but anyway so i was kind of looking at his pants quite intently which oh, um... that's your explanation <laughs> is it um, and um, <laughs> yes um so the theme of kind of um Kind of the night in terms of like him is like, um, him or his tag team partner would kind of come and try and interrupt matches. And, and they were, so they're really kind of nasty, cocky heels. I, I thought they were quite good, but then I don't know, I just, I thought that they were, like, he was a bit sort of too much of a nasty hill. Like, I think he, like, stole someone's cap at some point and then threw it. And I thought, you can just be a bit more clever with the uh, hill. He
1: stole the cap and then the person stole it back.
0: Ah, right. Yeah. And then didn't he try it again, Uh, though?
1: No, I think he was just a bit surprised that they took the cap back so quickly.
0: (laughs) Oh, well, that's good. (laughs) But, yeah, um... Not much to say about this match. It was a good match. Um, as I say, this was the first time that we had a bit of interference because Jay Skillett did come out, which helped Caspian win the match. Yeah. So already you're like, boo, like that.
1: <laughs> um, so next up was a Block B match, which was uh, Shigeru Iri.
0: Yeah. I, I think mean- it's Shigeru Iri. And then, and that was versus Julian Pace.
1: Yeah. Who's a guy who's come through these WWE uh, WXW Academy uh, and he's got this kind of speedster gimmick as in he? what what's what does it say on his pants?
0: Um Um accelerator. Yeah. Uh, so I think like the commentator when we've just been watching it back sort of said, Oh, is uh, you know, the wrestling version of the Flash. Um so yes, his gimmick is sort of to speed around and there was uh, a couple of our friends who knew who he was, and they were like making these the sort of noises like meow. No. No. no, that's a cat, no. <laughs> but that's like a very quick cat, <laughs> like like that. We were like that's a bit weird, but it was that it, it was relevant. Um, I really liked Julian Pace. I thought he was. You know, obviously his style is very quick. He took quite a lot of bumps with, with Irie. Oh, yeah. Um, and it was a really good match, that sort of strength versus speed. Um, but also, I do think that Irie is quite agile, isn't he, as well? So, definitely a good matchup. this one was.
1: Yeah, the more seeing of Irie, the more I think he's just fantastic. Um, he's got this kind of <laughs> He's got a real kind of uh, just sweet, childlike, Niceness about him, yeah. It? He's
0: got a really ad- adorable face.
1: Yeah, um, even though he's a huge guy, but a great match. Yeah, again, really impressed with him. Impressed with uh, Julian Pace. Uh, I thought that he did a really f- uh, fun match. It wasn't a comedy match, but it was a fun match based on the fact that Erie was so much bigger than him and uh, trying to bring him down. Yeah, there that was, was a great that was a mo- point.
0: Was, oh, go on.
1: There was a great moment where. Uh, Pace was kind of running the ropes, um, all different directions, you know, confusing Erie because he was, you know, obviously much quicker than him, and it ended with Erie just, essentially just pushing in mid-air, almost out the ring. Um, fantastic spot, that.
0: Yeah, it was a good spot. Now, I was going to mention, not the same thing, but just at one point when... Uh sort of Erie looked really mean and suddenly Julian Pace was like shit <laughs> Yeah, he just tried to slap
1: him or something. He? Yeah, yeah, just
0: tried to slap him. But yeah, I mean Julian Pace took some right bumps as they a big massive power bomb. And um a couple of that that one I don't know what it is, but when Erie like jumped off the top rope and like literally just lands on him Hmm. um so it was yeah it was very really good bumps really good bumps really good (laughs) really good uh uh, spots in that match i really enjoyed it i'm really keen to see more of the both of them
1: and then the uh, other block b match was cal fletcher of also of aussie open against jay skillet uh also of what were they jfk jfk Um. And yeah, as you say, again, <laughs> they interfered um, in this match. Uh, did uh, Caspian his tag team partner?
0: Yeah, but this time, it, well, um, it didn't didn't pay off, did it? No, backfired. <laughs> it backfired, which was quite funny. Um, this was this was an okay match. It wasn't my favorite match of the night. I'm not that impressed with Jay Skillet, and I'm not really impressed with his gimmick of just being a bit of a dick and doing the loser sign which i just think yeah i know you're meant to think oh he must be a loser because he's doing it but it's just so immature and ridiculous that i didn't quite like it obviously Carl Fletcher looked amazing because he always always does but i much preferred um the match later on um between him and uh i just thought that was a much better match but it was it was okay
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I like Jay Skillet a bit more than you did, I think. Uh, I thought it was okay. Uh, the thing I like about Carl Fletcher is, obviously, he's made this big deal of you know bulking up a bit, and yeah. now he's a heavyweight, even though because he's so tall, he doesn't really look like it. Um, but he started to introduce more heavyweight style moves into his his game, and he's not just a high-flying pinball um, like he. he He was before or tends to like take that role on in Aussie Open.
0: Yeah. Um, No, for sure. He looked really strong throughout the whole match and um, did some really sort of heavy hitting moves. And I think the theme of the night, which um, probably was expected, was chops.
1: Yeah. Yeah. WXW Chop House.
0: So, um, obviously, we said that that Caspin uh, did try and interfere, um, but it did backfire. So, Carl Fletcher was through to the next round.
1: Yeah, then we had a bit of a break from the uh, 16-carat qualifying for a five-way match. This was originally supposed to be a six-man tag, but unfortunately, Kid Lycos suffered an injury.
0: Yeah, so CCK couldn't compete.
1: And so it ended up being a five-way match with basically the original competitors minus Kid Like us. So we had Chris Brooks, Ilya Dragunov, Lucky Kid, Timothy Thatcher and Bobby Guns. So uh, Lucky Kid and Bobby Guns, new to us.
0: Yeah, completely new. We saw Lucky Kid, I think, at Fight Club Pro or somewhere. We have seen him, for sure. Have we? Oh, yeah, right, okay. Yeah, we have. I think it was Fight Club Pro. Uh, But I haven't seen Bobby Guns before and he was really popular with the crowd. He came out to Daft Punk, which was pretty cool. So we had a little boogie. Um, Everyone sort of chanting his name along with the song. Um, But then
1: he has this weird thing where he smokes a cigarette, but because you can't smoke inside, he, he couldn't smoke it yeah he's nicknamed something like smoking bobby guns or something like that ah right and so he just stood there with an unlit cigarette in his mouth
0: (laughs) bit of a weird gimmick yeah and lucky kid is just a bit insane isn't he yeah yeah, he's obviously got he had like a bit of a thing for Chris Brooks didn't he that must be an ongoing story a bit like sort of Millie Mackenzie with um, Pete Dunn it's kind of a one-way um, one, one-way affection so <laughs> that was that was quite amusing yeah he was sort of hugging his legs or something wasn't he when he was it was at the ring um I was really into this match Um. I love Chris Brooks, I love Ilya Dragunov, and absolutely, absolutely love Timothy Thatcher. It was a really hard-hitting match. There was some brilliant spots in it, and there was a lot of out-of-the-ring action, a lot of dives mm. out of the ring, and... Um, and I just absolutely was so impressed with this match. Like, five people could work so well together. It did work really, really well, and there was lots of spots where there was quite a few of them involved. There was one really funny one where Ilya Dragunov just slapped everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he put, everybody. they
1: all put um, <laughs> uh, uh, submission moves on each other. Yeah. And then he got in the ring. You're expecting he was going to put a submission move on Chris Brooks, who was the last guy, and instead he just, yeah. Chops them all to hell.
0: It was great. Um but yeah. The thing I liked Sorry. about this, there's a little
1: <laughs> theme running through it. Uh, obviously Chris Brooks and Timothy Thatcher have tagged recently as CTK, uh, from uh, Kid Like Us's last injury. Yeah. It's not been a great year for him, unfortunately. And um or twenty eighteen, we're in twenty nineteen now, aren't we? Uh, and so they kind of they were teaming together in Inverted Commas and then Brooks <laughs> turned on him. Uh, to try and win the match.
0: And, and Timothy's uh, face was just like, don't fuck with me. Yeah. And then Chris looked a bit scared, as you would, because yeah. he d- does look like a mean bastard, doesn't he? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was a great match, as, as you would expect, really. Uh, off, you know, I wasn't in, that impressed when I, the first time I saw him at Progress Wembley, but you know, my opinion of him keeps rising and rising every match I see. Um, so... It was a great kind of... The thing is as well, it was a really good uh, midpoint match because it was so fast-paced and kind of over the top that it was different to everything all the other matches. Yeah. yeah, no, it
0: was great because if you've got like a tournament tournament format, you need something like that in the middle to kind of just break it up and it worked really, really well. So Bob, Bobby Guns uh, won that um, and... People were totally happy about that. The crowd were totally behind him. Mm. But yeah, so the next match was uh, through to the next round. So it was Matt Davis and uh, Francis Caspin.
1: Yeah, so this was, like I said, they'd broken it down into two blocks. So they win- there wasn't one final. There was two finals in the night. So whoever won this was going to 16 karat gold. Um, and that winner was Matt Davis. Um, again, there was some interference from uh, his tag team partner
0: yeah jay Skillett.
1: but um matt davis had his tag team partner to rely on as well and uh carl fletcher got down to the ring and uh sorted him out and, and made th- sure things were all fair and square
0: yeah and Dunk got the got the win what well, this was quite a good match actually because i i thought it was going to be just a one-way match of dunkzilla just basically you know there was a lot of chops there was a uh, a lot of just slapping and hitting and it went out the ring quite soon of him just basically that pushing Caspian around um, but when it got back in the ring after that that first bit, uh, Caspian did a few sort of, well, attempted some like submission moves and, and and definitely, you know, it became more of an even even match so actually I think this was yeah, this worked out to be a really good match in the end, I was quite excited and it could have gone either way towards the end but I'm really, really glad that that Fletcher fletcher ran in as well and, and jay skillet didn't ruin the whole thing
1: so the next match was the block b final match which was uh Erie versus Cal fletcher now i don't this is just <laughs> um don't know my stupidity i guess yeah uh, but i i just assumed well if one half of aussie open is going to 16 carat then the other half of Aussie Open is going to 16 carat.
0: Yeah, uh, you'll find though that he probably does go to 16 carat because even though this seemed really important at the time, they just keep like saying, "Oh, more people are going to be at 16 carat." Yeah. But yeah, uh, it was a surprise. It was a surprise win, definitely for sure. I think this, um, this next match, though, um, was one of my favourite matches of the night. And I think, as you said about before, that Carl Fletcher was trying to be more of a heavyweight and do those kind of uh, moves and stuff. Um, basically, it was just like a test of strength between the pair of them. And I really enjoyed it. I, it was definitely a highlight for me.
1: Yeah, fantastic match. I thought uh, they seemed to really fit well together. I mean, Cal Fletcher's 20. It's just scary how good he could become.
0: Oh, it's unbelievable. And, and Eerie, I reckon he's quite young as well, right? He looks quite... Maybe he's just got a baby face. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I think he's been around a while. Because <laughs> uh, he's mainly done DDT. Right. Um, but I think he's been there a few years. Right. Uh, yeah, I think he just... And kind of looks young.
0: One of my highlights, because he's so sort of mean, isn't he, and strong, was when Irie like, did that big headbutt, do you remember? It was yeah. just absolutely like, oh, my God, it, it really looked really bad. Yeah,
1: that was pretty good. He'd grabbed, he'd grabbed Kyle's legs and arms so Kyle couldn't move and then just spout, headbutt right in the chest.
0: Yeah, because I think, yeah, because Kyle like, put his arm up then put his leg and it caught him each time. And, oh, it was brilliant. So, yeah, I think for me, um, I'd, I mean, I loved the five way because it was some, you know, with some of my favourite wrestlers. Um, but it, it was definitely a contender for Match of the Night, for sure.
1: So, looking forward to 16 Carat, the actual tournament that yeah, we're going to. It'll so be wait. our first wrestling in Germany uh, because uh, I can't remember who else at <laughs> the top of my head, who else is there, but we got Erie and Mike Davis who are going to be there. Yeah, After sure. this, uh, Dave, uh, well, we'll get on to that. Well, um, we'll talk about the next match first.
0: Yeah.
1: So this was for the WHW Unified World Wrestling Title, and it was uh, Absolute Andy defending the title against uh, Pod Favorite David Starr.
0: Yeah. Um. So this was an absolute. This was a complete blood, sweat, and tears match, wasn't it? A lot of background with the pair of them. Um. I think David Starr had you know. It, um. Gone for the championship before, uh, not got it. He would got injured apparently by Absolute Andy. And there was a real backstory. Um, and Absolute Andy, what, what a great heel! I mean, really, like really funny, really mean. At one point, spat at David Starr. That, that was it. Was that was pretty mad.
1: And yeah, he's a big guy, but he can move around the ring.
0: Yeah, I mean, at one point he did a moon salt. Fucking it amazing! Yeah. <laughs> it's not what you expect, is it? He did a couple of uh, uh, stuff from The Rope, didn't he? He did a good elbow yeah. and a moonsault. There was a, there was a couple of times that he, that he did stuff like that. And he really is very agile. It's great to watch. Um, but, yeah, I just felt so much for David Starr. I mean, he's so good with that character, you know. He, he, he really... I just felt so much emotion for him, Um Obviously, there was a few really good spots. One of my favourite ones was when Absolute Andy left the ring, um, sort of basically saying, oh, I'm going to you know, get counted out because, you know, obviously you can't lose the, the belt. And then David Stiles sort of goes to follow him and he, he, I think he hits him with the belt, doesn't yeah. he? And then that's it. You think, oh, my God, David Stiles is now going to get counted out. So some great spots like that. And he got, got back in the ring on the 10th. You know, a number, basically, didn't they? I can't speak tonight very well. Little <laughs> 10th number, but anyway, you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: and so, <laughs> so many near falls. Um, absolute Andy ended up retaining, winning the match. Um, but there were so many occasions where I thought Star had won it. it three or four, at least, really... Really good near falls, where you were just convinced that was it.
0: Oh, definitely, and some really good submissions as well. But absolute Andy was quite tall and he managed to get his feet on the, the ropes a yeah. couple of times. Um, so it just didn't work out.
1: This was one of the best matches I've seen David Starr have from a wrestling point of view. I mean, obviously, he's got a load of charisma and he does, uh, he's great on the mic. And we've seen him have some good kind of comedy elements to his matches, but as Per our, one of the matches we nominated in our awards show from last episode. If you want to go back and listen to it, where he wrestled Zack Sabre Jr., um, he can really go in the ring. And yeah, this was a perfect example of that.
0: Yeah, his 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 wrestling his wrestling skills are fantastic. You know, he's so good to watch and character he can be the best baby face. he can be a hill he can be a bit of a tweener and he kind of was here really because at one point he got the like obviously absolute andy got the bell at one point to try and smash david star with it but the ref saw it took took it off him and then david star hit him with the belt so he wasn't exactly the total baby face mm. um, but also at the same time with the backstory and the frustration you could understand why he was sort of driven to those that thing he just wanted to win that's all he cared about
1: so, yeah, overall, a great show. Um, really enjoyed the uh, <clears throat> wrestling on show. I, I think WXW is definitely our kind of wrestling. Yeah. You know, it's pretty serious. Uh, the focus is on the in-ring action. The characters are, you know, just the good, sensible characters. Is not anything really outlandish. Um, and, yeah, just right up our alley
0: yeah i loved it i mean it was all men tonight but they do have women wrestlers but it was a tournament so it kind of made sense
1: uh, and david starr has been announced as being in the 16 karat tournament now. yeah
0: i'm really super chuffed about that
1: and um, so yeah we're, we're looking forward to that that's coming up in early to mid-march um, and we'll obviously give you our feedback on that Will
0: should be yeah. Can't wait. That'll be um, a bumper episode because we'll be talking about three days of uh, all sorts of all sorts of stuff. Wrestling. Um, they've got like an after party. There's a uh, kind bowling. of bowling. It's gonna be all sorts of stuff. Anyway, we're gonna take a beer break and get back and talk about the Royal Rumble. Tables, ladders, and beers.
1: Welcome back to episode thirteen, tables, ladders, and beers. We should have mentioned. We always forget. We just wait till the end that we're on Twitter. Yeah. TLB WrestlePod, and we're on all the uh, iTunes, Spotify,
0: Overcast, o- over t- just, Stitcher. Yeah, all the podcast things. All the podcasts.
1: Leave us reviews.
0: Yeah, not bad ones or honest ones. <laughs> 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 Be nice. <laughs>
1: Okay, so we're just gonna have a chat now about basically the Rumble weekend. Um so the, the the World's Collide, Takeover and Royal Rumble. There's a lot to get through there, so we're not gonna go into too much detail and talk about every match. So we just watched today in the access uh they call it access at the at, I think they do it they used to only do it at Wrestlemania but I think they do it at the big four shows now right it's basically this fan we we went didn't we when we were at Wrestlemania
0: yeah it wasn't as it wasn't that good when we went it was just like loads of people trying to get autographs and stuff but yeah. there was a ring there though to be fair yeah
1: so there was quite a few things little event like you could come in It's for the fans just something to do yeah you could do in, an entrance which is quite cool they had a little exhibition with different belts there yeah you could queue up for wrestlers to uh, get your picture taken with them, and autograph, but anyone, you know,
0: decent. You decent. had to like pay a lot of money
1: for. Uh, well, yeah, there was there was a very top level tier, but even the ones that you didn't have to pay, you were queuing an hour at least.
0: Yeah, um, I think we've mentioned it on the pod before, but we met Hacksaw Jim Duggan, yeah, which was quite cool. Um, and we uh, avoided. Axel. Oh yeah, and we met Curtis, Curtis Axel, Axel as well, which. Is kind of cool because he's Mr. Perfect's son. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't, you know.
1: So, we, when we went, they did have some wrestling on. Yeah. They had a ring there and crowds sat around. And I can't quite remember.
0: I think it might have been people from the performance centre, like trainees and stuff. I don't think it, yeah, was, it was
1: anyone. Was, I think it was OVW back then. They didn't even have the performance yeah. centre. Oh, that.
0: right, of course. Yeah. So, it wasn't anyone I knew. I think I there's don't a couple so. of like,
1: people from the main roster who. Never get on TV, you know. Yeah, like
0: house show people. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: but they've also changed tack and, and tried to make it a bit more interesting. And uh, so this year they utilised access to have this tournament, which the concept of it was quite cool. So it was five people from Two Hundred Five Live, five from NXT, and five from NXT, NXT UK. UK. Um, throw them all in a tournament, and the winner gets a title shot. Uh, for whatever type they, want, they wanted, that was an interesting thing. Whatever type they wanted it didn't have to be from their brand.
0: Yeah, because like two hundred five live, they wouldn't ask for their brand, <laughs> would they? You know.
1: <laughs> so we watch this today, and the on the network is <laughs> it, it's a pretty weird thing. So to start off, they had a uh, battle royale. The point of that being, the order you went out in determined who you were wrestling. So, the first two that went out wrestled each other, three and four that went out wrestled each other, so on. And then the winner got a bye for the yeah. first round.
0: I think the only one that really utilised that was uh, Zach Gibson because he was really like angry with um, Car- 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 um And they kind of had a bit of heat and then they both went out. So, that was quite a good setup for their match. But no one else really kind of utilised that, did they? No. Hmm.
1: But then we were confused (laughs) because the first round matches weren't on this show on the network.
0: No. So it skipped right to the uh, quarterfinal?
1: Uh, I don't know. They showed one quarterfinal. No. they. I'm
0: confused. It was so
1: confusing. I think they maybe just went to the semi-final. Oh, we're
0: looking at... um... Oh, I don't know what was going on, but basically we were like, "Oh, we didn't see Mark Andrews." Oh, we didn't see. There was quite. So basically, they missed out a load of matches because they were on www.com dot com or YouTube. Facebook. Um, YouTube, was it Facebook yeah, yeah. as oh,
1: well? Oh yeah, both. All. All. Of them and it's both. like.
0: It's like, okay, that's fine perhaps at the time, um, but then to keep them on there and not put it on the network afterwards. So we ended up kind of missing all those matches and then we couldn't be bothered to go back because by then we already kind of had watched it all but the winner because we were just yeah. confused. <laughs> and yeah, but I mean, it was a good idea. Um, I really liked seeing um, the final match. That was really, really exciting. Uh, Tyler Bate in Velveteen Dream. Um, I thought they put on an absolutely fantastic match. And I was really like, wow, those people at Access, they get this amazing match, you know. That's pretty cool, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was brilliant. Um, uh, They both had really good semi-finals, actually, which they showed on the thing. Tyler Bate and Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream and Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin just keeps getting better and better. He's absolutely fantastic. He's fantastic, yeah. But yeah, Dream and Bate in the final, absolutely brilliant. It was so it was so good in terms of the near falls and things because we were saying, "Well, Velvetine Dream's obviously winning this," yeah, which he did, yeah. But there were, there were so many occasions where you thought, "Actually, <laughs> no, he's not. Bates going to win this."
0: Yeah, there were some moments, and I was like, "Shit!" But yeah, ultimately, the Dream did win, and that that was predictable. But I think it did keep you guessing all the way through.
1: So, yeah, I thought it was a good idea. Hopefully introduced some people to NXT UK that don't usually watch it. Um, and actually, Jordan Devlin won the Battle Royale with a bye. Yeah, so that's
0: true. So that was true. a bit of
1: a, a, a nice boost to NXT UK. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah.
0: So, yeah, overall, that's cool. But um, if you know, don't be a dumbass like us. Uh, get on and watch like YouTube or com and see the whole two-hour show because um, I reckon it'll be a good show.
1: Well, it it was two hours what we watched. Oh, was it? Yeah, so that's why they didn't put them all in one show, because it would have been hours long. Um, But they could have broken it up into two or three episodes. Anyway.
0: Yeah, moving on. Moving on.
1: So, (laughs) on the Saturday night, as now is customary on these big shows, before the uh, Rumble, it was the NXT. NXT Takeover Phoenix, which probably with the... (laughs) The the good and the bad thing about NXT takeovers is they have so much to live up to because they're so good. Yeah. Previously been so good, but then they say this
0: every time. (laughs) But then they deliver. (laughs) They do deliver. At least there's one or two like really standout match each time, Um, and we know what the standout match was. We'll get to that. It's probably one of the contenders for match of the year in my opinion. Um, But yeah, there's some absolutely great matches. Um, the first match was a really good match The tag team match uh, War Raiders and Undisputed Era And there was a shock uh, title change as well um, Which was, you know A shock to the system A total shock to the system I didn't even mean to do that And I did it um, So yeah, that that was great I mean, but what does that mean, do you think? Do you think that means anything, Mike?
1: Well, in terms of them like, <laughs> Going up Leaving or, NXT Yeah, yeah, yeah Possibly so. Um, I mean, they usually leave it till after WrestleMania, don't they? But I think... Uh, I'm sure I read this somewhere that they're wanting to kind of... not make it as obvious as that anymore. Yeah. Um, so people are like, oh, yeah, either if they've heard they're going up, oh, well, they're going to lose the belt. Or if they've lost the belt, that means they're going up.
0: Also, it's such a good brand at the moment. If you want people to start buying the network just to... you know, because it's only on the mm. network... And the popularity of Adam Cole at the moment, I mean, when he was at that World's Collide thing, you know, he just got the biggest, you know, everyone was just screaming for him. So it would be sensible to sort of keep the Undisputed Era on for a while, certainly Adam Cole on for a while. Um, But yeah. um, Yeah, great to
1: see the War Raiders pick up the win. Yeah. Big fans of theirs. Prefer the name War Machine to War Raiders. but.
0: Yeah, I prefer War Machine. Well, they had a
1: Viking entrance, didn't they?
0: Yeah, that was a bit cringe. That was a bit Triple H, wasn't it? I bet Triple H loved that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think he did. I think he arranged it. Um, so Vikings surrounding this. Well, on, on the entrance. And then even War Raiders had kind of Viking helmets on, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, It
0: was all right. You kind of you don't want all that sort of nonsense at NXT, but I suppose it is a takeover show, and they have been known to to kind of put that level of sort of theater on before with entrances. But yeah, it just was a bit like Triple H, kind of you know when he's sort of come, you know, he's it's totally like his aesthetic, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. (laughs) But uh, Undisputed Era had a trio of fantastic. Tag team matches with Mustache Mountain last year, and this I think belongs in that rarefied air. It was absolutely brilliant,
0: yeah. I mean, Bobby Fish, like, he's back now, isn't he? Yeah, um, and well, but obviously, the tag team of Cal O'Reilly and Roger Strong is just so good that works so well together. I just don't know sort of where he's sort of fitting into things, you know?
1: Yeah, well, you could have if they. If they're going to get Adam Cole, well, it kind of is involved in the title picture, yeah. the world title, yeah, or NXT world title. Um, you could have uh, Bobby Fisher's the U- US title, in that kind of mix. Yeah, I think so. Um, the next match was Matt Riddle and Kelsey Sono, which lasted a bit longer than their previous match on TakeOver, which yeah. was. was eight seconds was it I yeah
0: think. so this uh, lasted another nine plus minutes
1: <laughs> and uh,
0: yeah it, it was all right it was all right i mean i love matt riddle and i'm so pleased to see him but just having him sort of like just squash Ono, like and it just i don't know i know such a good rest, wrestler um and i know maybe well he probably does want to get to uh, go up to the main roster but you know may, maybe they don't Sort of see him like that. They see him as someone to help, you know, put guys across. I think that's what they do. But it's a bit of a shame, isn't it? You don't really kind of just want to see him like lose all the time, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, cool to see Matt Riddle. It's amazing his confidence. You know, like everywhere he goes, he's just this cool, like easygoing dude, and he's just so comfortable in the ring and like with the crowd. Um, and I just don't think that would change even if he went into like you know massive massive arena he's just that is who he is so it's cool to see him um in this position now'm I'm, re- I'm really I'm really proud of him.
1: Next up <laughs> uh, was a match for the NXT North American title um, the champion ricochet against Johnny gargano and this was the match you were referring to, wasn't
0: it? yeah this is this match was absolutely fucking amazing i just enjoyed this match so much i didn't know i'd enjoy this match so much i mean i know i should know that because they're both brilliant wrestlers but they both got quite different styles and mm. i know that ricochet is not doing as much of the high flying uh, as he used to um well you know he it, 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 it was known for it but like again like we were talking earlier you've got to kind of adapt your your style a bit sometimes haven't you and I just thought that they worked so well together. I mean, some of the stuff they were doing straight from the off was just magic. It was so good. It was kind of like the kind of British strong style wrestling, all the kind of manoeuvres they were doing at the beginning, um, which I've really, you know, become accustomed to and really like. Um, But for me, this was, yeah, match of the night. I mean, this should have been the headline match.
1: I mean, Gargano now is our some of the best matches I've ever seen against different opponents. Uh he's just what more can you say about him? He's yeah. absolutely fantastic. The, I love the storytelling in this match. You know, at the beginning they're talking a bit trash and Ricochet says to him what which Johnny Gargano we're getting today. Yeah. And Johnny didn't know. <laughs> he, he he was like wrestling throughout you know, is he is he the good guy, is he the bad guy? Yeah. And he was kind of wrestling with his own conscience throughout the match, which was really well done. Um, and Ricochet, what I can say, just fantastic. There was one movie did where Gargano was outside the ring, beyond the post, and Ricochet just runs and jumps over the post oh, yeah. and to the outside. Um, just it, it, absolutely mad.
0: It's just nuts, isn't it? The stuff. It's like him and you know Will Ospreay just make it look so easy doing mm. that stuff. It's just they're like superheroes. Seriously. I think in a way, Ricochet, even though he has been one of the top dudes in NXT, has been a little bit underutilised until that Mm. match. I think that match is going to put him back at the top. Um, I hope so. And that, yeah, that opponent of two absolute fantastic wrestlers with lots of years of experience who are just so versatile. Yeah, for me it was it was just brilliant. I was blown away. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to watch it again. In fact,
1: well, Gagano won to win the North American title, so that does free up Ricochet to enter the world title. Pick the uh, what do they actually call it? Just the NXT title. So yeah, the end of the NXT title. Yeah, because it used to just
0: be one title, didn't it? So I think that's why. And in
1: fact, you have all the contenders in a match at the Super Bowl halftime. Yeah, six man tag tonight. I don't know if it's for copyright reasons, whatever, but. On TV, WWE refused to call it the Super Bowl. They call it the big match or the big game. <laughs> the big game. Halftime in the big not game. Not the big show. Not the big show. No, <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, um, looking yeah. forward to watching that at halftime. It'd be better than Maroon 5 anyway.
0: Yeah. I'm definitely, if Gaga's not there, I'm not into it.
1: So next up we had the NXT women's title, which was... Uh, Shayna Baszler, the champion, against Bianca Belair. Now, we'd expressed some doubts, I think, before this, but Bianca Belair, mm. what, what did you think of um, her in this match in general?
0: I think she she was pretty good. I don't want to completely diss it. I still don't like the hair gimmick. Um, I, no, I wouldn't I mind it. the hair gimmick if it wasn't as long, in a way. like Maybe you could do something with the hair, but it's just so long... And it kind of like looks like it's going to fall off her head because it, I think it's fake. Um, it? I don't I like
1: know. I, I assumed it was I a real mean, heir. That's why she's not got rid of it because she's probably spent... Thirty years growing, growing it. Yeah.
0: she's twenty years it's, growing it. I mean, I don't know. It's just a really odd thing, but I think she is getting better. She's certainly got the personality. I definitely think she's got the personality. I mean, Shayna Baszler. It's hard because unless you are a fucking badass, really good wrestler, you know. Because Shayna is such a good wrestler, and she does make other people look good. But she is always just so good, and she just she's the one that your eyes go to immediately. Um, but I think Bella was good, and I think it's good to push other women, um, but I think she's not up to the standard of, of Shayna Basley yet at all.
1: Yeah. The hair thing is so, annoying. I mean, Basley did, I, I've always said, wouldn't you just grab it as an opponent, and Baisley did in this match. I think she grabbed her and pulled her into the ring post. Right. But you would just constantly be grabbing it and pulling her around by it and
0: yeah
1: you could even use it as a weapon against her wrap it around her neck or I if think, you were based yeah, yeah i
0: think um bel-air's used it to wrap around someone's neck right. which probably is quite cool but just in general now nah, well i'm not i'm not into the hair thing but she's really trying to sell that hair thing and she
1: because <laughs> it detracts from uh, uh, her actual wrestling yeah, as well so think you're not thinking it. about the wrestling you're just thinking about the hair yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> which, you know, is a daily problem for me. But it was an okay match. He
1: <laughs> wasn't up to the usual kind of takeover standards. But um yeah, you gotta go you gotta give people an opportunity and it's not always gonna work out. That's you yeah. know
0: Exactly. No, definitely not Not against Bianca Belair there. And I think you're only going to get better if you're in those situations and you're wrestling those people. Um, but yeah, Shayna Baszler is, is one of the stars. Not There's nothing to do with being a woman, being a man. She is one of the best wrestlers in NXT right now. She deserves to be there and hopefully she'll she'll stay there for a bit but she's going to do so well when she goes up to the main roster without mm. a doubt i don't think you could underuse her if you did that i mean it'd be ridiculous yeah. <laughs> so.
1: she reminds me a bit of kevin owens actually um you know her attitude and her, yeah uh, 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 ringing style a bit um but especially certainly the attitude
0: yeah definitely the attitude it's quite funny you know, I like it when she sort of gets on commentary or something. She's really, like, surly, isn't she? Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, and the last match was the men's NXT title, <coughs> which was Tommaso Ciampa defending against Alistair Black.
0: Yeah, pretty good match. Yeah,
1: not really good, I thought.
0: I, 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 it, well, I mean, no, not in the was really level
1: of Gagana and Ricochet. Yeah, and, that, and I, I think that's really the good.
0: difficulty, isn't it, coming after after uh that match um i don't know it's quite controversial really love champa i think he's absolutely fantastic i'm just still not completely sold on alistair black i love his look but i feel like his personality is just so like a wet fish mm. and and it really doesn't do it for me like he looks fucking cool and really like you know not evil, but like he could, he could play on that whole satanist thing and whatever, and he's just a bit boring. Yeah,
1: I know where you are coming from.
0: But I think his wrestling's great, he's and it, it was a, a good match. I
1: think he's got great aura. I think <laughs> it, it, <laughs> Who are
0: you, bloody psychic, Mike? <laughs> what color is his aura? <laughs> Black. <laughs> oh, obviously. <laughs> but
1: yeah, he's he, he's he, like in this match, he was good, but he wasn't great. It didn't help that the the storyline of the match was basically Champa went after his knee and so he spent most of the match limping around.
0: I hate those kind of matches where it's someone just limping around or holding the arm the whole time. You're like, yeah, okay, but I don't really want to see someone wrestle that can't wrestle. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, So, good match. Ciampa retained. Um, And then there was a little a funny thing not funny but interesting thing at the end of the <laughs> yeah, match Champers stood on the ramp holding his title and Gargano comes out his former best friend to ter- be- <coughs> turned worst enemy yeah friend-y he came Mike. out and held up <laughs> well there weren't frenemies at the uh, time were there were just <laughs> <little> deadly enemies <laughs> yeah and now it seems like there may be frenemies so he comes yeah. out holding his belt up as well yeah um, the reuniting DIY know, um, it's been pretty
0: exciting there, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But another emotional. great takeover. Um Yeah, another really good takeover. Um, you had two
1: absolutely outstanding matches and one very good in the the men's title. And even the other two the other two weren't bad. They were yeah. just, just all right.
0: But I mean the roster is so good at the moment that they they did it all, you know, without you know um adam cole they, you know they don't have to utilize every single person yeah. because they've got so many good people and i think this keeping it to you know five or six matches as they do and choosing it through storylines um is just such a good way to go um well that's why the
1: matches feel so special because for example champa and alistair black They've not wrestled 60 times already, which they do on the main roster. They don't do four consecutive pay-per-views, you know, so the matches feel special because they're like, oh, yeah, we're finally going to get to see these two wrestle or these two tag teams wrestle or whatever. Yeah. Um, So it's very clever the way they do it.
0: Yeah, most definitely. They're really pushing Riddle, which I like. They're really just into anyone that's sort of ex MMA. It seems, doesn't it? That seems the uh, it's the sort of. That's well, yeah. Well, the what Brock, they're looking at, at the moment because it's a works. Brock Lesnar, it was really. a Brock Lesnar, and then you know they've got Wonder,
1: Rousey, Rousey, yeah, yeah.
0: and Shayna Baszler. And well, anyone
1: who can bring in viewers from outside their normal fan group, yeah, if you bring um, some UFC fans with you, yeah, that's music to WWE's ears. Yeah,
0: and also that. just having like such a big fan base like in, in wrestling as well before you get there which a lot of these main people like adam cole and ricochet and riddle have from the independent circus that circus they're stars so that's that's you know it's a sensible thing um to eat up all that talent really right should we get on to the rumble should we have a little break before um okay just
1: have a little beer break Yeah. And then we'll be back to talk about the Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah. tables, Ladders and Beers. Welcome back to episode 13. I'm going to talk the Royal Rumble now. Um, So this year's Royal Rumble, um, the the final Rumble, because I think last year there was the women's match was the headline rumble wasn't it yeah because
1: it was the first ever
0: because it was the first ever this this time it was the other way around um we've got lots of other matches um and the rumble um it, itself the whole show was 5 hours
1: well, if you include the pre-show it's 7 hours
0: i mean that's just too long that's a day at work yeah that's crazy when you put it in perspective
1: yeah it's a long day and like, you know, when we went to WrestleMania, we got in there uh, about an hour before. Yeah. So, you it's know, gonna eight hours. Gonna, you, Pissed. Once you've knackered. filed out and got to your car <laughs> or got to the coach or whatever, you know, talking um, nine hours, it's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Um, and obviously, they're not going to cater specifically to people in the UK, but in the UK, it didn't start till midnight, Yeah. the main show. So you're up to 5am
0: I mean every year I, that. I watch it because as I said before it's, it's my birth birthday weekend it's become a bit of a tradition in the past we've been out and stuff we watched it at home this year I'm getting older I bloody fell asleep before the end and I, I got up And in a way it was good because I got up the next day and watched the men's rumble and I got way more into it than I would have done at four in the morning But anyway, do you want to do a bit of a round-up of the sort of matches that weren't Rumble, and then we'll talk about the Rumbles?
1: Yeah, so they had... The thing is now, they've got so many titles that they have to have five-hour shows to fit on. I mean, you don't even have... This is, I mean, WrestleMania, they are throwing even more stuff like, you know, Legends, Undertaker and whatever. But this was a five-hour show just because they wanted to fit...
0: Everyone most on.
1: of the titles on yeah. not even all of them
0: but you don't have to do all the titles no. every I know it's a big one maybe mania you do but do you have to for, 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 for all of them I don't know no I'm not I agree. sure especially because the focus is the rumble that's what I've always found weird about it is that you know especially now they've got a women's rumble now so each rumble takes about an hour um and then you've got all these other matches it just seems so weird but anyway.
1: So, we started with uh, Oscar and Becky Lynch in a strangely subdued match, I thought. It was a good match, but bear in mind, Becky Lynch is the hottest wrestler in the company right now. Mm. Um, she tapped out clean to Oscar to, Oscar to retain the SmackDown title, mm-hmm. which just you just thought, well, Becky Lynch is going to be in the Women's Rumble then. Yeah. Because you're not going to have the hottest star in the company lose in the opening match and that be her night. Yeah.
0: They would
1: just be mad.
0: It was weird. It seemed pointless having that whole match.
1: Yeah. Um, then we had the Smackdown Tag Team title. Oh, fucking where hell. Where <laughs> Shane man and The Miz won oh. the title against The Bar, Cesaro and
0: Sheamus. And it was Shane that, that got the, the three count, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, and he was doing
1: all, he did uh, a, a frog <laughs> splash, he did a couple of other, like, big wrestling moves. I know,
0: I mean, he gets an A for effort, doesn't he? But no one gives a shit. I mean, yeah. he's nearly breaking his fucking neck for no one giving a shit, you know? And he just <laughs> makes, look, you know, he's 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 not a
1: wrestler. No. He's betray, He's not even betrayed as a wrestler. He's betrayed as, well, he is the owner's son and he's just a plucky guy. Oh, well, I'll give it a go. Come on. like, But he's consistently beating people like who are supposed to be professionally wrestlers. trained wrestlers. Yeah. With... Not lucky fluke things with wrestling moves. I know so it's, just it's make, odd. It's yeah.
0: odd. Whoever, whoever said, or I, I don't that said, oh, he is a he, oh, he's a pull. You know, you'll get you'll get more viewers if you bring yeah. him back. For someone that personally, I don't even remember. I I don't. I mean, I watched it in. I did stop watching for a bit, didn't I? I guess it was probably in that bit where I stopped watching, but i don't fucking remember him and then i'm coming back to wrestling as like blah 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 and then one day this dude walks in i'm like oh yeah i've heard of him he did, he went off and did something else and now he's like doing all these fucking moves and like jumping off the top of cages and shit it's it's insane <laughs> that's all i can say For a married
1: man with kids he was the heir to a millionaire fortune he's had
0: serious like stomach problems as well. yeah
1: he's had serious health issues Before he came back, what two or three years ago, he was like he had a senior management kind of president role at a company that wasn't WWE. Yeah. So there's no need for him to be wrestling. I know. I don't. It's uh,
0: so odd. I want to have a word with him. Yeah. I really do, but I'm not gonna. Anyway, so yeah, we had a title change on that one.
1: (laughs) Then we had the uh, Raw Women's Title, which was Ronda Rousey retained against Sasha Banks. Which I thought was a pretty good match. Um,
0: Yeah, I mean, you know me, I refuse to comment on Ronda Rousey because I just can't stand her. Um,
1: (laughs) Though it did what it needed to do. yeah, Sasha
0: Banks looked good.
1: Yeah. Then, okay, we can get into this one then. So next, (laughs) it was the women's Royal Rumble match. Um... Are we going to bother running through all the? I don't think we will run through no, all the competitors. No,
0: no. But what what was great about this is, in obviously in Rumbles, you normally get you know legends coming back, and they fill quite a lot of the spots. And you think, oh, it's you know it's cool, but there's a lot of talent that could be in the Rumble. And last year was the first Women's Rumble, and they did that, and that was fair enough because those women had never been in a Rumble. It got you know it was it was brilliant, it was newsworthy. But this year it was great. They had they had women off NXT in it. They had they had Rhea Ripley from NXT UK mm. in it and I loved it. I thought it was well, it wasn't a great rumble. I was it gonna wasn't, say when you say it, it was wasn't, great. No, it wasn't a great rumble. But I loved I loved the competitors and I loved that you you had people from other shows. But no, the rumble wasn't very good, I regret to say Because I really loved the rumble last year.
1: In places it was downright embarrassing. Really. Yeah. I mean, the signs were not good when uh, the first, I can't remember who the other person was, but one of the first two was Lacey Evans.
0: Mm. Oh, well, no, Lacey Evans kicked the whole thing off. That's what I
1: said, the first one, yeah. one of the first two was Lacey yeah. Evans. Um, now, the first two comp- competitors have got to be quite important <laughs> because they are essentially tasked with having a wrestling match until the third person comes in. That's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. And Lacey Evans is not very good. No. Um, they seem to be very keen on her because she got pushed up from NXT yeah. quickly when she wasn't. She's not but ready. She
0: said she used to be in the army or something. Used to be in the army.
1: She's tall. She's blonde. So Vince has probably said, "Yeah, that's ticks all my boxes."
0: <laughs> God, but yeah, um, it 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 was it was there, there wasn't the, the problem with this rumble is there wasn't enough wrestling. Now, we are used to rumbles where people are just kind of hanging around on the side and hanging over the ropes and loads of people are trying to push them. But you've got to have some wrestling as well. There wasn't enough wrestling. I was like, where is the wrestling? There well, was one not, good um, bit when that Zia Lee, Leah, Kate, Zia Lee from NXT came on. She did a bit of wrestling. I was like, good on you?
1: I don't know if it's necessarily a bad thing, given that when they did attempt some wrestling, they botched half the moves god um, it was it, it, which is such a yeah. shame
0: there's some great wrestlers there yeah. i don't know why it didn't work i just don't know why
1: there was two spots in particular that were just cringeworthy there was um the hat thing with uh <laughs> so that was charlotte, Was that charlotte flair and the who's the hat woman
0: um, uh, You say it in a Scottish accent and then you'll, you'll oh, be able course, to do it. Oh, of course, You'll be able to do it then.
1: Uh, Alicia Fox. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Scottish, it's just Namedars. It's
0: just Namedars uh, yeah.
1: accent. But it was Charlotte Flair, wasn't it, I think? They got I into a thing so. about stand on my hat or...
0: I don't know. And then I Maria Kelness the kind thing. of
1: tried to interfere and was like, yes. no, calm down. Yeah. What's going on?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think uh, it was Charlotte Flair, but I'm not 100%, but I remember Maria cannellis saying all that stuff i mean bless you know she she's worked Alyssa fox has worked for the wwe for a long time but she's not a great wrestler is she she's you not any really better
1: in that time she's she? not That's got any
0: better in that time and there was some you know there's some great wrestlers in here there was like ember moon and nikki cross and you know we got like some well, people nikki Cross was
1: pretty good in it she, no she's they, there were
0: some there were some there were a couple of good spots but Few and far between I mean Zelina Vega
1: Well yeah She was the Star quote unquote Of the other Cringe inducing spot
0: Yeah
1: Where she hid under the ring
0: <laughs> And then which, Hornswoggle
1: <laughs> uh, and She eventually I can't remember What got her out For some reason She came out And Hornswoggle had been Yeah And so kind of, She He got in the ring And chased her off And it Just
0: Was that referring To something A previous rumble Or something Maybe. I think it's just sometimes
1: Hornswoggle, quote unquote, lives under the ring. Oh,
0: right. Um, So
1: so he sometimes gets involved in things under the ring. I just
0: think now, in this day and age, I can't believe they still have Hornswoggle turn up. You know, it is just really quite awful to be portraying a little person as a leprechaun. It just really is. It's, It's not... It's not what you should be doing. Are you are you thinking of it's always sunny <laughs> yes. in Philadelphia, but they're meant to be despicable, aren't they? And that's the whole thing is meant to be totally wrong. Yeah. Um. And this is not. This is child friendly viewing. Apparently, it's fucking weird. But yeah.
1: But there was I was well, really Tamina impressed. Tamina was with, pretty
0: shocking, wasn't she? Do you yeah. remember?
1: One of the highlights for me was um, Casey. I don't Harley. know. What to but Cantan, uh, Ca- Cantanzaro. Cantanzaro, yeah,
0: she was great.
1: So you'd expect it to be able to to pull this kind of thing off because she get, came to fame on this. What was it, American Ninja? Something like, like a gladiator that. Yeah. style. She's really show. You know, like you've got to be quite strong. Yeah, and wasn't was she an Olympian or something? Gymnastic? I've I no know. idea. Anyway, but
0: so I'd, she yeah. had the
1: um, she had, she was the person that got the spot of. They go out the ring and you think they're eliminated, but no, the feet have never actually touched the ground. Yeah. Um And she she did this weird thing where she grabbed hold. She got back to the ring post. Yeah. Got her legs around the ring post and just... Pulled herself up. up like like this giant her core
0: up. muscles must be amazing. Yeah. Must be amazing. Yeah, that was a really good spot. And as you said, Nikki Cross, that was quite good. Um, there, there was a couple of good good spots. Um, Kyrie Sane and Io Shrey were heavily underused and went out really quickly. Mm. They could have done something like off the top rope that was pretty cool. Or, um, I think no, I think Kyrie Sane did actually, but she wasn't in it for long. But like Io Shirai Shrey could have done something really cool. Mm. This is it. I just think it was they were just whoever wrote that spot, that whole thing, the match. Just I don't know. Just fucking needs need shooting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it came down to, unsurprisingly, um, Bailey, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, and Becky. Oh, sure, Of course, we need to mention Becky Lynch. So um, the final—no, it wasn't. She wasn't even the final entrant. It was like the twenty-seventh. I think was supposed to be um, Lana. Lana, but she had uh, injured her ankle previously. in in a pre-show match when she was helping Rusev Um, and so she comes out gingerly walking like oh no I want to be in the match walking like a centimetre a minute um, clearly was never going to be able to compete and so she just sat down after a while and people came out to treat her ankle so then Becky Lynch came out after the the 30th competitor come in in, which was And um, Fit Finley came out as an agent backstage now, producer. Yeah. And she was like, I want to go in, I want to go yeah. in. It's like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Well,
0: apparently Fit Finley has authority to say <laughs> who goes in in the Royal Rumble now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which, we'll get to
1: the Men's Rumble in a minute, but, but no that one. made the whole thing completely <laughs> redundant anyway. Uh, but, so eventually he said, yeah, go on then. So she goes in and... Um, yeah, wins defeat. Uh, comes down to her and Charlotte Flair.
0: Yeah, so one good thing came out of the Rumble.
1: Um, yes, it was Becky Lynch winning and going on to headline WrestleMania. She picked Ronda Rousey as the person she's going to wrestle. Still, rumors that Charlotte Flair is going to be put into that match to make it three way. I hope not. No, I would prefer a, a Lynch and. Um, I mean, Rousey. I hate
0: Rousey, but I hate I hate three ways at a big event like that. Mm. I think it's. It's just not nice.
1: So the end was actually not too bad once it came down to the the final four or five.
0: Yeah. Did a bit of wrestling, didn't they?
1: Yeah, eventually. (laughs) Then we had Daniel Bryan defeated AJ Styles um, to retain the WWE title. This was an all right match. You never really got going. The crowd was just dead after the Women's Rumble. Yeah. And they just didn't buy into the match whatsoever. On the face of it, it wasn't too bad. They did some nice moves, um, got a nice story going, but just when the crowd's dead, it's hard just watching it on the TV to really
0: yeah. Buy into I, I, it as I well. quite like this this match, but again, I watched this the next day after you yeah. know eight hours sleep, so <laughs> I, I I thought it was a pretty good match. I do agree with you about the crowd. But it was nice to see Brian actually in a match where I thought he was, you know, living up to who he can be. And I really like his character at the moment. And yeah, his new character is brilliant. It was a bit of, again, you know, I love those kind of blood, sweat and tears matches. And I did, I did enjoy it. It wasn't anything ultra special, um, but it was a very, very good match, I thought.
1: Have you seen his new belt? Yeah. yeah so he's got an eco-friendly. Yeah. It's
0: a uh, belt. <laughs> Should be made of hemp. It is. Oh, is it? Yeah.
1: Hemp, wood and stone.
0: Oh, and it was the wood, but yeah, oh, wood and stone. Uh,
1: then we had the WWE Universal title match where Brock Lesnar defeated Finn Balor. This was a fairly short match at eight minutes, short for a title match, but I thought it was really good. Um, it was better than I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, Finn actually put up a good fight. He yeah. wasn't just getting suplexed for five minutes until the end of the match, which is pretty much the last few matches yeah. that I've seen um, that that involve Brock Lesnar. So yeah, I thought that was that was a nice change.
1: It's basically a rare Lesnar match where Lesnar should have lost. I know, um, but he just kind of got away. Balor got a bit unlucky. He he locked the. Um, Bala tried to pin him, he kicked out, and then Lesnar put the Kimura lock on him, and and Bala tapped out. But yeah, great performance by Bala. Then to finish the night, we had the men's Royal Rumble match, which was pretty good.
0: Well, I think it's more than pretty good. Again, I'd had eight hours sleep by the time I watched the Rumble, which I think did really help. Um, you were watching it at five in the morning um, after many beers <laughs> um, but yeah I just thought it was a, it was one of my favorite rumbles for a long long time I thought it, they didn't have too many people in the ring at once and I thought that was really good um, they pretty much the first I'd say 20 minutes people were getting eliminated quite quickly so you had a lot of wrestling um, again they didn't bring in too many uh, legends. They only really had Jeff Jarrett, which is actually always going to haunt me forever because he was wearing this awful oh. lycra thing with kind of braces over his nipples. And it was it was wrong on so many levels. And it did start with this looked, awful... I think I tweeted
1: that he looked like the host of the worst <sighs> your nightmare swingers party.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, Mike. That's awful. But, yeah, apart from that, once um, <laughs> and he got quickly eliminated, it really... You know, it really. It's like the women's one. They use the, the surprise momentum. slots yeah.
1: to promote people from NXT rather than legends. Um So that was that made a nice change. That
0: yeah, and I loved seeing some people like Johnny Gargano was in it. Pete Dunne was in it.
1: That was amazing. That was probably yeah. the moment of the night for me. When yeah, I Pete Dunne
0: that. and Mr. Foley. I thought he was fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, I think my favourite people in the Rumble were Pete Dunne, uh, Johnny Gargano, I thought Samoa Joe put on a, a great a great show. Um, and they were kind of my favourites. And I loved it that, you know, the people, like say Randy Orton, I thought, oh God, he's not going to stay in it too long, but he got kicked out. That was good. The one that was disappointing, I thought was Ray Mysterio. Like, he wasn't... He wasn't that. He, well, it well. It's not that he wasn't that good. He just didn't. I don't know. He didn't really have the time, or I don't know. He just yeah, didn't really well,
1: perform. This is the problem with the room. Not everyone can get the opportunity to shine, yeah. can they? Yeah. So you had in this the thirtieth entrant was our truth, who we already knew because Simon Carmela won the mixed tag thing that was on Facebook.
0: Yeah.
1: He comes out. He's
0: doing his. Uh, what's, what's up? It? What's up? That's yeah, it, but yeah. they've always done it. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying it's a new one. No, 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 no. No, no, so so it's just out little kind of a balloon bit of getting in the of getting some the ring for some reason. of a
1: little bit of a little of nowhere <laughs> attacks him
0: of was quite funny though
1: and um, <laughs> then runs in the ring runs in the she attacks some of the guys and of surprisingly then bit of moves on her and throw her out of a Male on female violence, which WWE usually thrown at. But the, the thing that annoyed me about this was so you're going, you were talking about Becky Lynch, oh, you're saying, oh, suddenly Fit Finley's got authority to say a can the Rumble. Well, no one even gave Nia Jax authority. <laughs> she just comes out, punches uh, Archery, <laughs> and enters the match.
0: <laughs> but, but she's a woman
1: entering the men's Rumble match, yeah. which I'm not happy with it for two reasons. First of all, it makes every other woman look Rubbish because, like, well, why aren't they in the match? Yeah, and two, well, okay, why didn't a bloke enter the women's match? Why didn't Braun Strowman (laughs) enter the women's Royal Rumble? Uh, and then he would probably just win it, you know. (laughs) Once you know, either have men and women. Wrestling together,
0: don't. Oh, or don't.
1: Yeah, don't. I it mean, I suppose into...
0: it did make up for the awful spot so many years ago when Beth Phoenix oh, went into the Rumble God. and uh, pretended to kiss the big, the great Carly. And is it the big Carly? Um, <laughs> that was like the big show in The Great Carly. Um, <laughs>
1: the worst wrestler ever. <laughs> yeah. Combination.
0: Um, so, yeah, it's. It kind of made up for that. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with you on the other points. Um, what I didn't like is she is quite. I don't think they would have had a woman that was not of that size. Um, I think that they're basically saying, well, you'd have to be that size to kind of take on a man, maybe. Mm. Um, but then that. You know, and then its they're just kind of all... making out they're just kind of highlighting that about her size and I don't know I just thought that was a bit shit
1: but that doesn't even make any sense anyway because no. women who aren't her size routinely beat Nia Jax
0: exactly, so. I mean I don't know, or maybe we're thinking too much about it and people just like Nia Jax but it was weird as you say to go okay, when, when you know we normally wouldn't like intergender wrestling at all but it's okay this one time um, I don't think we're
1: thinking too much about it. I think the WWE didn't think enough about it. Right. The double, which you know could sum up WWE. That could be their, their catchphrase really. Didn't yeah, think much, too much about it. Yeah. Um, so in the end, um, Seth Rollins defeated Braun Strowman.
0: So- yeah, that was cool. He was outside the ring for quite a bit, lying around. He took a right bump on the announcing table. Yeah, um, which was quite fun. Um and then he was out for a bit and then he, he came in and yeah I mean you don't like Braun Strowman I do I actually quite like him I think he's I think he's getting better and better and I don't mind a really big angry monster kind of guy as long as they've got really good personality and can do it well and I think he does I really liked um Andrada, uh, he's not called Almas, almas anymore he is he cn he's almas cn almas mm, he's dropped it. it i thought he was really good and i kind of was hoping that it might be him at the end or at least with seth rollins but you know, it again it was a good ending and seth rollins does deserve to be up there and and getting those title matches he's really really good at wrestling yeah <laughs> Okay. Oh, I was a shame Mustafa Ali um, wasn't in that but then again he was there till quite late in. He was yeah, yeah. I was really impressed by him because I, I I haven't really seen much of him. I know he used to be on two oh five live, didn't mm. he? I um, was really impressed by him. I thought it was great.
1: Before we wrap up, we'll just go back and we forgot to mention the the ending of the Daniel Brown AJ Styles match, which no one oh on God. this entire planet saw coming. <laughs> Which was Interference on behalf of Daniel Bryan <laughs> by Eric Rowan, who is now kind of yeah, joined but... his hippie eco-warrior type ethos. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, he's a follower, isn't he? he used to yeah, follow the yeah. other bloke, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's, got, he's, to stand, led, isn't he's he? got to stand on his own two feet. So he
1: came out with the flannel shirt. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, when he came out, I was just... <laughs> I think WWE was hoping it would be a surprise where people go, oh, my God,
0: what's happening? <laughs> but everybody like, was just going, like, oh, just, my God, well, what's I was happening? thinking, has he just wandered in by mistake? You know? It's, <laughs> I mean, he's
1: he's <laughs> going to the toilet. He's, t- he's gone through the wrong door. And suddenly he's, he's out of the stadium. He's he like, just, well, I can't turn around. I better keep going. He has
0: to make a thing out of it. No, that was very odd, wasn't it? I didn't see any point to that whatsoever. (laughs) Again, it's very typical WWE, and I don't mean to like, you know, WWE is brilliant, and, you know, there are so many good wrestlers in WWE, and there's so many good storylines, but you never get that level of craziness anywhere else, do you? It really is very special to the WWE. Do you think all these things come from Vince?
1: No. (laughs) No? No, I mean, that's the thing now, they... They produce so much uh, TV and wrestling that it'd be impossible for it all come to him. I mean, he'll have to sign off on everything. Yeah, you know, he won't. He won't have been watching it and gone. What? What's Eric <laughs> Rowan doing? What? Who's that? Who is this?
0: <laughs> um, it's quite funny that No Way Jose didn't even sort of get in there did he he just came up with his entourage and then had to turn around to go back in the rumble I know yeah. I'm, going, I'm skipping forward now to the rumble but I was thinking of other funny funny things um, Shelton Benjamin he looked quite good didn't he he's been around for a long long time yeah. and he was he did some really good spots in that in yeah, that I mean match. that's what
1: he's there for is that he, he you know they can depend on him he's going to do some good wrestling and you know, help other people are, who are not so experienced
0: um, yeah, that's but, yeah. true. Um, Jinder right, so. Mahal's nipples didn't look as bad as usual. I'll just end on that note. Okay. Well, I think that he's that's the
1: takeaway for it, anyone listening. It, that's it the one takeaway. His chest the Rumble. had
0: started to look a bit weird, like really steroidy and weird. Allegedly. Allegedly, um, but his chest was looking quite normal. Okay. Okay, you can edit that out if you want, Mike. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that bomb—they're they're singing the national anthem at the Super Bowl, so we better uh, wrap things up.
0: We better go, but carry Who on. Who do you want to win? Oh, the Super Bowl! Yeah, of course, the Rams. Okay, I hate Tom Brady.
1: Me too. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for listening, everybody.
0: Yeah, and carry on watching wrestling, and keep drinking beers. Bye. Bye. Tables, ladders, and beers.